A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. You guys got a huge win this past Saturday against Wayne State on the road. The final in that one, 21-14. You knew they weren't going to make it easy on you. You guys battled throughout, and you got a touchdown in the final minute of the game. Derek Hinton Jr. with a game-winning score. What was the reaction when he took it into the end zone? Yeah, obviously elation um, from our players. You know, it was it was obviously a, a four-quarter battle um, in Detroit, and um, credit Wayne State, they um, they really played hard and um, really did a nice job. And, um, you know, so obviously, um, you know, Derek uh, made a nice play, but we had we had a couple guys that had huge blocks um, on that play to spring them. And um, so Isaiah Malcolm, Duke Ingers, uh, Andrew Schrader at the point of attack, I did a phenomenal job. And um, obviously that was a, a big score with um, less than a minute to go. Now, what do you make of the way that Derek Hinton Jr. has developed into being this big playmaker for your offense? It seems like he's had a hand in a lot of the success that you've had this season. Yeah, you know, Derek's really been coming on strong. Um, he's really, um, you know, every week getting better and better. And um, he's been that guy that we really can count on. He's been a consistent playmaker for us. And um, we, we've had this um, vision for Derek um, since we recruited him. And so um, he's worked really hard um, here, um, one of the hardest workers on the team. And so, um, you know, he's, he, he's, um, his hard work is paying off, and so we're just very happy for him. What did you see out of this young man when you were looking to bring him into your program? You know, he, he had all the tools um, and the skill set that we look for in, you know, in terms of a you know, wide receiver, um, slot receiver position. Uh, Eric was a transfer from Lawrence Tech University, played at Lawrence Tech as a true freshman and um, obviously had a, a very productive um, freshman year um, and then came to us basically during the pandemic year. Um, and so we just we didn't have a season. We practiced all year. Derek had a, a really, really good, um, you know, a fall, um, fall ball season. And then we had a spring ball season. And so we saw um, what he was capable of doing. Um, and then in 2021, um, you know, he started and played a lot for us. And um, I don't think he had the season that he was hoping to have. And there were a lot of factors that went into that. But um, so he was really committed this offseason to getting in the best shape um, that he could be in and really polishing um, his skill set. And now, um, you know, he's really um, finding himself to um, having a very, very nice season so far. I'm sure there's been a lot of moments where you guys have been able to share some smiles on the sidelines and some excitement with what he's been able to accomplish. What's it been like just to have that relationship with him, both on the sidelines and just in practice every week? Yeah, Derek's just a great young man. He he stops in every day after practice to see the coaches, say hi, to watch film for a minute and peek his head in and um, you know visit with us. 
um, which is great. You know, um, it's great when you have guys that, you know, want to be around the coaches and he's, he's one of those guys. And so he's a football junkie. I mean, he just loves the game and he loves being around people. And, um, you know, that's why he's wearing number one. Um, cause he's, he's one of the hardest working guys we got and, uh, he's earned that right to wear that number. I'm going to break out a cliche here. Number one in the program and number one in your heart. He has been such a great playmaker for you guys. And it's one of the reasons why you're now sitting at 6-2 and two going into the final three weeks of the regular season. I know you've got a lot of work left to do this year, but how do you feel about your team going into this final stretch of the schedule? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, uh, we're healthy, um, and so we're – we're, we're excited here. We're at home this week. Two out of our last three are at home. Um, and so, uh, you know, we're, we're very, very excited about our opportunity. Um, we still have three really tough opponents, but, you know, in the GLIAC, they're all tough. And so, you know, we've come to expect this. But obviously this week, um, you know, we're playing an undefeated team in Davenport coming to town. They've been playing great football. They're hot. And so um, they're, um, they have a lot at stake here as well. Um, and so... Uh, we're going to have to be at our best. When the schedule came out and people were looking at how things were going to develop in the GLIAC, obviously you expected Grand Valley State and Ferris State to be right there at the top. But Davenport, with the season that they have had up to this point, they are 7-0. and They actually have a better record than Ferris State. I don't know if anybody really expected that to happen, but uh, they have brought a lot of excitement to the GLIAC. They've kind of announced their presence in this conference what do you make of the way that they have uh, started this year and uh, just the success that they've had? Yeah, they did a great job. Um, you know, their offense has been very productive. Um, you know, their quarterback, I think he's got 21 touchdowns and two interceptions or something crazy. So he's been playing lights out. They have, you know, a handful of receivers um, that can go up and make plays. And then, you know, they're, they're doing a good job running the football. And so, um, you know, their offensive production has been great. And then they've always been good defensively. Um, and so they got a very uh, big defensive front, um, athletic in the back end. And, you know, they play extremely physical on defense. So they're a well-rounded football team. So, um, and they have been for the last few years. Um, this year, they've really just put it all together. And that's why they're sitting at 7-0. and So uh, it's going to be a big game for us. Getting back to last weekend, and you mentioned that you guys are in great health right now, but you did get of a bit of a scare this past Saturday. Andrew Brito, your quarterback, had to leave the game in the third quarter against Wayne State. Uh, suffered an injury in that game. What is his status for this Saturday against Davenport? Yeah, he's been steadily improving every day. You know, um, I'm pretty confident he'll be available. Um, so he's been doing things um, this week. Um, and every day just a little bit more. And so uh, he did get dinged up there at the end of the game. And, you know, he wanted to go back in. Um, but, you know, at the risk of um, maybe creating more injury, you know, we made a decision to take him out. Um, and so, um, you know, Jarvis Grissom came in and um, did a very nice job and uh, made some plays and, um, you know, put us in the end zone twice. And uh, ultimately that was enough to get the W. Jarris came in for you guys. He took over at quarterback, and he wound up leading the Cardinals in rushing on Saturday with 81 yards. How thrilled were you that you could have him come into this game and have a tremendous impact like that? Yeah, you know, he's um, uh, he's an interesting young man. Um, and so, um, 
you know, really he's the starting wide receiver for us. And so our, uh, our backup quarterback um, was sick and couldn't go into the game. Um, and so uh, Jars has kind of always been our emergency quarterback. He took a lot of snaps in camp. And, um, and so he, he was a quarterback in high school, very sought after um, high school kid. Uh, ended up committing to Eastern Michigan and was uh, Eastern Michigan's starting quarterback in 2020. Um, and then, uh, you know, he transferred and um, ended up in our lap. And so we, we've been repping him at QB, at receiver. And so, you know, he's um, he's a wild card for us. And so he's did a really nice job. He's very athletic and um, he's got really good uh, instincts um, and he can really make plays. And obviously, um, you know, uh, everyone got to see that firsthand on Saturday. Clearly, he has the speed and the ability to run the ball, but coming from Eastern as a quarterback, and you guys made the decision to start him at wide receiver, what were those conversations like, and was there any hesitancy on his part to kind of give up that spot and try a new position? No, he did play receiver at Eastern as well, so he kind of dabbled in both. And so, um, you know, we brought him here, and we told him we were going to train him to do both, you know, and – um, that we would let things would just sort out um, naturally. And so um, they did. And uh, you know, Andrew Brito won the job. And, you know, Jarvis proved to be, you know, uh, one of our uh, best receivers. So he got the nod to start out there. And, you know, along the way, we just always sprinkle a few quarterback reps in there just to keep him sharp and in case of uh, an emergency situation like we needed and uh, happened to work out that way where uh, he came in and he was ready to go and, um you know, executed and uh, moved the team up and down the field and, you know, helped us get a big win. And after he took over a quarterback for you guys, he ran the ball several times on the drive that he ended up getting the touchdown to tie the game. Was using his uh, speed and legs kind of by design, or did he just find a way to get yards and ultimately score? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit of both. You know, we obviously had a, um, you know, he's a really, really gifted athlete. So, um, you know, we had a lot of design quarterback runs for him and, um, he can really throw the football. So, um, you know, we, we called some pass plays and, um, you know, he escaped the pressure and took off and run. He actually threw a 50 yard touchdown pass that got called back. Um, so he really made a nice play, slipped up, flipped it to the back, the back took it, um, and scored. And it was a huge play and then it got called back. And then, you know, he, he made a number of like key third down conversions, um, with his legs. Um, that were really critical, including a huge fourth and three. So um, he's a winner. Um, he's a he's a highly competitive um, individual, and so um, it really wasn't surprising to any of us in the program because you know we're with him every day. Obviously, there's not going to be a quarterback controversy with you guys as long as Brito is able to go. That's the guy that you want out there running your offense, but. Not giving away too much of your uh, offensive game plan for this Saturday, but uh, could you see yourself maybe utilizing him at that spot a few times in and out maybe just to kind of keep them guessing what you guys are doing on offense? Oh, yeah, anything's possible. You know, we got we, we, we got four quarterbacks that I feel really confident with that if I had to go into the game, whether it's Colby Newberg or Andrew Burrito or Willie Taylor or, you know, Michael Horo. I mean, we got some really good quarterbacks here. So, um, and they're all um, – very well versed on, on what we're doing. And, um, you know, we get them all ready to play every week. So, um, you know, anything's possible. So, um, you know, whatever it takes to win this week, um, that is our goal. 
As far as Wayne State goes, you knew not to take them lightly in this one, and they actually led this game going into the fourth quarter. It was 14-7. to What challenges did they create for your offense until Grissom was able to come in and move the football for you guys? Yeah, we really we really shot ourselves in the foot. So we, we turned the ball over um, three times, and um, the footballs were really slick. Um, and so we were having trouble, um, you know, managing um, – you know, the ball security um, that we needed. And so, you know, Andrew put the ball on the ground a couple of times and that got him, um, you know, frustrated. And um, I just thought we really played um, really tense. It was like we were holding our breath um, the whole time. And every time something good happened, um, adversity immediately followed. You know, we started the second half, you know, down 14-7. We got the ball. Derek Hinton runs uh, the opening kickoff 93 yards down to the seven-yard line. And the very next play, you know, we fumble, you know, and so just totally like, you know, it was demoralizing. But I was, um, I was very pleased. Um, I thought our guys kept their composure um, throughout, um, you know, throughout, you know, quarter number one, quarter number two, quarter number three, um, until we really started establishing ourselves and gaining our momentum. Uh, but we really, I thought we really, uh, you know, played the first half in the third quarter with a lot of anxiety. Um, and just, we really just weren't ourselves. And, um, so finally, um, and when Jars come in, he gave us a spark. I thought we really loosened up, um, and started, you know, exhaling and playing with confidence and getting our edge back. Now you saw some of that a few weeks back against Grand Valley. They kind of had you on your heels and I know you weren't really pleased with how things went as far as the mindset of your team was in that game. And so to see them regain that composure and actually be able to ride that to a victory, how thrilled are you with the progress that these guys have made in order to just maintain a level mindset and not get too rattled in situations like that? That's huge. And we talked about it in the game. I mean, that's, that's growth, you know, and that's what you want to see as a coach. You want to see, you know, young men grow um, and develop. Um, and we, we, we've, we've grown as a team, um, and obviously we displayed that um, against Wayne State. I mean, uh, there was there was plenty of adversity. Um, and so um, it, it was, you know, I thought our guys stayed calm and composed and they stayed positive. And uh, it wasn't easy. I mean, it was just like, you know, oh, we throw a touchdown. Oh, there's a flag. Oh, we run a, run a kickback. Oh, no fumble. I mean, it was just, it was over and over again. You know, defense interception all right and then all of a sudden next play fumble um and so it's just every time you know we thought we were going to get it going um you know something happened you know and so um it was just it was one of those games um but I was just really proud of my guys for hanging in there um and finding a way to get it done on the road yeah that had to be a very fun bus ride back to Saginaw from Detroit coming away with that victory it's your first in the GLIAC and I want to talk a little bit about your defense. Every week I enjoy talking about the defense and the job that the guys that you have up front and the guys who are in the defensive backfield and the wonderful job they've done for you guys all season long. They did a tremendous job in this game, just keeping you guys in this game because, like you said, there were a lot of mistakes there and there were a lot of situations where you kind of lost your composure just a little bit, but those guys really stepped up and kept you guys in this long enough for you to make a comeback. How thrilled were you with their effort on Saturday? Oh, the defense was outstanding. Um, you know, Wayne State scores a lot of points, puts up a lot of yards. Um, they're a they're a power running team. 
Um, and then we held him 66 yards rushing, um, you know, held him to 14 points. Um, you know, they scored right before the half on a cool little trick play on a, on a reverse and totally fooled us. Um, so I, I mean, I was really proud of the way our defense played in the second half, shut them out, um, really settled in, tackled well. And then, you know, then we finished really well, you know, offensively, we, um, you know, in the fourth quarter, you know, grinded the clock out on a nice four, four minute drive and scored the touchdown to take the lead. And then the defense come out and, um, you know, Wayne had just, just about a little over a minute to go and a couple timeouts. And so, you know, we had to go out there and, and play our two minute defense and uh, went out there and executed that really well. So I thought we did some really good things playing some good situational football and it was good for our guys to, you know, have their backs against the wall um, and, and be backed into the corner and have to feel that pressure um, and respond and make the plays um, that we need to um, when it matters most. You guys are really matured and you've come a long way since that two-game losing streak a few weeks back against Grand Valley and Ferris State. Those were games that you were competitive and now it seems like you guys are coming together at just the right time. You got a really tough test this weekend against Davenport as you guys continue to ride this momentum that you're on. But what are some concerns that you have about your team heading into this matchup with the Panthers? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, we want to play our best football. We want to we want to put, put all three phases together: offense, defense, and special teams. So, you know, offensively, you know, we need to we need to establish the run. You know, we need to be able to you know, run the ball first. Um, and so, you know, last week it was uh, we didn't we didn't get our rhythm early on, and so we need to start fast. You know, we need to start fast, and we need to get into our rhythm um, and execute um, with a lot of efficiency offensively. So. Uh, you know, that's that's my first and foremost concern is, you know, get that thing rolling um, the way that we need to, um, you know, and then defensively just, you know, eliminating the splash plays, you know, um, I think that's one area that, you know, we can still improve on defense is, is you know, eliminating the big play. Um, and then, you know, uh, I've really been pleased with our special teams. Um, we've really did a nice job over the last, I think we can see that trend continue um, in both our uh punter and our kicker um, and Connor Luxick and Ryan Hiker really have really been coming on of late. And so, you know, Connor Luxick dropped up two punts um, inside uh, the 10 yard line last week, one inside the five, which is huge um, flipping the field. And then Ryan Hiker was, you know, bombing touchbacks. And so uh, that tandem has been really good for us um, in the kicking game. You guys are going to be facing them at your place this week. And like you said, you've had some great weather this week. Practices have been great. What has the mindset been like for your team this week? Yeah, you know, our mindset's been um, rebound and play our best football, you know. And so uh, offensively, we've had a chip on our shoulder this week. You know, um, you know our guys definitely not happy with the way that they performed. And so uh, off offensively, I felt a, a different edge this week in practice. Um, you know, and then our defense has just been, um, you know, they have a ton of energy um, day in and day out. And so, you know, they, they, they want to continue to prove that, you know, they're, they're one of the best defensive units, um, not just in the league, but in the country. Um, and so we've been outstanding stopping the run. And, um, you know, I think we're second in the nation um, in uh, interceptions right now. And so we our, our defensive backs do a great job taking the football away. You know, got five seniors in the back end. Um, and so we love that. Um, and then we're seventh in the nation in red zone defense. So um, when teams get down there, they're having a real tough time. Um, and so 
Uh, we just obviously want to see, you know, those things continue. If we can, you know, continue to stop the run and our defensive backs can get their hands on the football and we can play great red zone defense and our special teams are solid and, you know, offensively we can get back to running the ball. Like, um, I, I like our chances against anybody. Rebound and play your best football. Those are the two goals for Saginaw Valley State as they get ready to face Davenport, which is undefeated and ranked in the top 25 in Division II this Saturday. Head coach Ryan Brady, you know you got a tough test in your hands this week, but you are also really looking forward to this matchup. I, I feel like if you do those things uh, that you talked about, this could be a huge win for you guys and definitely a big stepping stone towards making that goal towards the playoffs. Uh, without question, you know, and so it's just uh, been a continued uh, pattern here of just one day at a time. And um, I, I like I like uh, when we take that approach. And so um, our kids have been very focused. Um, and so that's we just got to keep up, keep chipping away here. I can't wait to see the final score in this one because it's going to be a tremendous game. Everybody's talking about Michigan, Michigan State, but they should uh, give a little love to Davenport and Saginaw Valley State. This is a huge matchup in the GLIAC this week. I wish you all the best, Coach Brady. Thank you so much for making the time this week. Thanks, Duff. Appreciate you having me on. Would you like to hear more about Saginaw Valley State football? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can hear all of my conversations that I've had this season with head coach Ryan Brady just by going to the Podbean app, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more on Saginaw Valley State football, be sure to look up my Facebook page, sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter. Just look for Duff Tyler. Until next time, I am Duff Tyler, and I am reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said. <laughs>